Hey guys, welcome to the Spruce Home Show, your no BS podcast that tackles what it looks like to design, build, and renovate. We're your hosts, Brad and Caitlin Blair. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to episode number 15. Brad, did you know that 15 is my favorite number? What? <laughs> What's my favorite number? I have no idea, but 15 is my favorite number. Why? Because my brother played hockey my entire childhood growing up, and he was always number 15. And I was like that diehard sister who was at every game. I had my own set of pom-poms, even though I wasn't a cheerleader, and my mom brought a boom box. <laughs> okay, wait, what? <laughs> okay, you need to unpack a few things. The boom box, first of all. <laughs> you got to ask her about it. Oh, man. What did she play on it? Oh, like pump up music. <laughs> and she jams. would blare it. Like she was in the stands <laughs> with the boom box and it was blaring. And then I had my pom poms. We were a little bit of like a, a duo. <laughs> did they? Oh my Surprised gosh. my brother still even talks to me. <laughs> did they not play music? Um, sometimes, but they knew my mom was coming. So she did a lot of the music herself. <laughs> okay. So that's questionable thing number one. And then questionable number thing number two, people here do not know about hockey cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hockey cheerleaders. Okay. So those of you guys who know me, I'm from the U S hockey cheerleaders have a really bad rap where I grew up. So basically I'm sorry if anyone's listening to this, who's a hockey cheerleader, this is just the reality of what people think. If you don't make the football cheerleading squad, <laughs> you're then demoted to the hockey cheerleading. You're the B team. You're the B team. Like the hottie patatis are the football cheerleaders and then hockey cheerleaders are kind of what's left over. The B team. The B team. So I wasn't a hockey cheerleader, Brad. I was just a kid with some pom-poms, okay? <laughs> I hope that got some laughs. <sighs> but yeah, 15 is my favorite number. So today, when this episode airs, we are actually in my hometown in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. So maybe I should have mom throw in the boom box and I'll get some pom-poms out. Um, But we're home here for American Thanksgiving. So I, we are thrilled to be home. American Thanksgiving is everything to me. Not only is it like the biggest holiday in the States, but it's also Walker's birthday. So he was born on American Thanksgiving, which I think is really cool. So we alternate every year between being home for Christmas or being home for Thanksgiving. So I love the fact that now we'll be home every other year for his birthday. Yeah, pretty cool. It's the, I would say it's on par with Christmas. I wouldn't say it's bigger or not as big. I like it more because the weather's just a little bit better. Yeah, it's, I think it's who you talk to, but it's, it's pretty close. Yeah. So while we are home right now enjoying absolutely glorious weather, I hate to say you guys at home probably aren't feeling the same. I know um, it's definitely getting colder here. So I want to jump right into today's topic. Today, I really want to talk to you guys about Pinterest inspiration and the good and the bad that comes along with that. One thing we do with our clients um, is we set them up on a shared Pinterest account as soon as we start the design phase for them. So basically we have our Spruce Homes Pinterest account and then we have our clients set up their own personal accounts and we create a shared board together. So basically clients can pin inspiration photos that they see on Pinterest that really catches their eye and then I in return am able to see that on the other end. So Not only does it help them realize what they like and what they don't like, but it does the same for me um, in understanding what the real style that our current 
what what the real style that our clients have is, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, but with the good that comes along with Pinterest, there's also the bad, which I actually want to talk about first. Something we run into quite a bit is clients wanting their house to look exactly like every Pinterest photo they see. So basically they see a room, they fall in love with it. And then instead of saying, oh, I really like the overall feel of this room, like how can we incorporate these different elements and still make it our own? They say, I need this room. (laughs) So I get that. I get that we're all visual people and that it helps to see a finished space and be like, yep, I like that. But I also want people to understand that even though they liked that photo, that room was designed for somebody else. So that room was designed for someone in particular, their style, their current life situation, their storage needs, their climate, their everything. You have to remember that you probably live in a whole different climate than those people. You probably have three more children than they have, so on and so forth. So although that's the general look that you like, awesome, let's let's achieve that look, but let's put our own twist on it to make it work for you and your family. Yeah, well, even from a floor plan perspective, you you could love the photo. That house could be like 4,000 square feet with oh, no yeah. storage in that exact room because they don't need storage in that room because they have 4,000 square feet and you're building a house that's 1,600 square feet and you need storage in every room. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally agree. So I think it's really important that you you understand that we can put a twist on a look. It doesn't have to be that exact image in your house because like Brad said, functionality. Functionality matters. The one thing Pinterest doesn't always show is the function of things. They show the pretty factor of things, but they don't always show how things function, especially in terms of cabinetry or closets or storage in a room, that kind of a thing. Lots of Pinterest will show you the sleek looking designs, um, which is great, but you have to remember in that sleek design, where am I going to put all my crap? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you look at our house, I know we keep coming back to it, but it's we built it, we designed it, so it's a great example for us to use. Um, we know what we would do the same and different next time. But when you talk about where you're going to put all your crap, also remember that that photo that you're looking at on Pinterest was taken on photo day, not after they've been living in the house for two years. So when they move all their crap in, all their stuff, and their three or four kids worth of toys, those toys have to go somewhere. So if you're not creating the functionality in your in your floor plan in the architectural drawings and in the like aesthetic design then when you move in it's going to look great the day you move in but you're going to get fed up and annoyed with the functionality of it pretty fast and then at that point it doesn't matter what it looks like because it's more of an annoyance factor than anything else at that point you're looking for an empty closet to shove everything when people come over to visit yeah so uh the thing i run into the most probably is Client showing me inspiration of, let's take a bathroom, for example, some sort of bathroom tile. But the reality is sometimes it'll be these giant tiles all over the shower floor. Well, where's the grout, Brad? Like, how are you going to shower and not slip and die? Like, you have to... You have to work with somebody that can tell you like, that looks awesome, but when you're in that shower, you're going to have to wear like sticky shoes because... (laughs) Put your foot flops on. (laughs) Put something on, suction cups on the bottom of your feet because you're probably going to be slipping all over the place while you're trying to take a shower. Yeah. So that's the one downfall of Pinterest. Um, Another one in particular is I have a lot of clients show me these really cool photos of phone chargers that are like 
built into the inside of a, a kitchen drawer. Oh, yeah. I bet I've seen that one 10 times. People yeah. have showed me that. But the reality is that that is totally against code. Like there's no way we could get that to pass here in Canada. Yeah. So that's not even an option for us to give you. Um, so we have appliance garages that we do quite often, which are pretty popular and those have an outlet in them, but just to meet code, those have a, what do you call that switch? Kill switch, which basically turns the power off to that appliance garage once you close the door on it. Yeah. So you can't like have a coffee maker inside that appliance garage that's going to turn on when you're asleep. Um, when when it's down because when the appliance garage is down there's actually no power to that plug so Mm -hmm. brad why don't you touch on windows and doors yeah so you i mean you mainly talk to work with clients on on selecting windows and doors but i see a lot of the selections well i see all of the selections that are made but but while they're being made sometimes i'll caitlin will show them to me or i mean i'm on instagram looking at photos and stuff all the time as well and we, I have a, a friend that builds down in Florida and, and he builds high-end houses. So it's cool to see some of the stuff that he builds. But the reality is the climate pay, plays a huge factor on whether you should do something or not. So like, for example, large glass, I don't know what like you call it. Like a ceiling? Like a, well, no, I'm thinking of doors, like the swivel doors where they. Oh, like when a, you go into a hotel lobby kind yeah, of Yeah, something like that. Like you can get custom doors like that and i've seen them online and they look freaking awesome but the reality is that when it's 40 below and they don't seal very well that's not the smartest thing to have or like an overhead door in a garage that's all glass that it looks pretty cool until winter time when your glass door freezes up and doesn't operate anymore yeah so the thing you have to remind yourself as you're seeing these really cool photos is lots of times those photos come from houses built in texas or florida or arizona and also be careful when you're looking online at prices you'll see things on i know pinterest lots of times will have pricing attached to them or it's like a screenshot with a photo uh sorry a screenshot with a with a price and you think you can get this awesome wood exterior door for fifteen hundred dollars that's not that's not here that's wherever that was you might be able to get it in texas for fifteen hundred dollars because they sell them at home depot there but they don't sell them at home depot here and you have to get a custom built door and to match that here is going to cost five thousand dollars so you you do need to be a little bit cautious and understand that there's you want to achieve a look but don't get too specific um when just looking online yep i agree So I want to go ahead and wrap things up. In conclusion, I mean, the biggest takeaway I hope that you got from this episode is to make your house your own. Remember that those inspiration pictures are there for a reason to spark ideas and looks that you may want to achieve. But it's important to take different aspects from each of those and really incorporate it into what's going to function for you and your family Um, and work with somebody who can help you achieve that as well, because I know it's, it's easy to say that, but it's another to execute it. So that's going to conclude this week's episode. Thank you guys for joining alongside with me and Brad. And I'm really excited for next week. So next week's a little bit awkward, the episode (laughs) topic. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's definitely awkward for us to talk about and maybe awkward for you to listen to. Probably just for us. Probably just for us. You're right. Yeah, that's okay. 
So make sure to tune in to next week's awkward episode. And if you want to follow along on Instagram, you'll get to see us hanging out in St. Louis and doing American Thanksgiving festivities. And then Brad is actually flying home alone with the two children. Lord which help me. He lordy, is, lordy. He has never flown alone with even Ray. So this is going to be a patience tester for you, my love. And I am going to Waco, Texas with my mom and dad to visit Magnolia Homes. So be jealous. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually my birthday present from them. I'm really excited. We haven't taken a trip, just the three of us, maybe in like 10 years. So I'm pumped. And well wishes for Brad. If you see him, wish him luck. Okay, see you guys. See ya.